Hey there, I am back <laughs> and I am so sorry for being MIA. I have been traveling and it's been hashtag hectic, but I'm back y'all. And to make it up to you, I will be doing more episodes per week because I learned so much from God during my time away so look out for that and if it makes up for anything if it makes you feel any better i really really missed you and i hope you miss me too today i have a special message for you especially if you feel that all hope has been lost you've tried everything you know to do you've done everything but you feel like nothing is working you feel you have reached the end of the road you feel you have reached the tip of the mountain and you just don't feel there is anything on the other side we will touch on one of the names of god one of the special names of god which is el roy we will discuss what that means Furthermore, we will analyze the story of Hagar, an interesting character, and we will dive into all of that in a minute. But for now, intro please! Hey sister, welcome back to my podcast. I am so glad to have you joining me today. If you're new... Welcome to the sisterhood. We are a community of women who love and honor God. We have meditation scriptures every Monday and Bible character study. So go ahead and follow this podcast. Remember to leave a good rating and share with your favorite girls so that we can influence more women with the word of God. So now, let us dive into today's episode. The devil cannot stop God's plan from happening in your life, but what he can do is to delay God's plan by making you feel lonely, by making you feel worthless, by making you feel like you're a reject, by making you depressed, giving you panic attacks, and making you feel overlooked. But today we are learning about Jehovah El Roy. And that means the God who sees me, the God who sees you. So already we're addressing the lie of the enemy that you are overlooked, that no one loves you, no one sees you, you don't have anyone that appreciates you. We are addressing that lie with the truth of the word of God that says God is a God who sees you. Today we're um, studying the story of Hagar, which is a beautiful story. If you hadn't read it, as I always advise, go ahead um, read the story of Hagar. It's um, it's in Genesis. It's part of Abraham and Sarah's story, and Sarah's story, mm-hmm. and Sarah's story. Well, by that time she was still called Sarai, but you can go ahead and read it. Um, you can read in Genesis 16. We'll read it today. But you can go ahead and do a personal study of her story. But Hagar was 
um, the maid servant of Sarah. Sarah was Abraham's wife, father Abraham's wife. And um, Hagar was an Egyptian. So she was a servant. She was a maid. She was serving um, Sarah. And I would like to believe that she was Sarah's favorite. Oh, she was um, closer to Sarah than all her maid servants because of what we will discover later. So we can go ahead and read the story of Hagar. But before we get into that, I would just like us to discuss what Jehovah Elroy means to you and what it means to me. You know, it's so beautiful knowing that you have someone who literally counts the the hairs on your head. He knows when each one of your hairs falls. He knows the number of hairs on your body that fell today. He knows the number of veins that you have in your body. He knows the number of atoms that you have in your body. He knows the number of breaths you took today. He knows the number of words you spoke today. He knows the number of steps you took today, even better than your Apple Watch. <laughs> he knows everything. He knows your future. And I would have said past, but um, um, I don't think I don't really think that's that's a factor when you're born again. But God knows everything. He sees you. He's Jehovah Elroy. He's the God who sees. He knows you. He watches your step. So that means he's our protector. That means he's our vindicator. He vindicates us. That means he's our defender. That means he plans ahead for us. He goes ahead in Isaiah um, 45, 45 or 55. It says that I, have, I will go ahead of you and clear the path for you and level the mountains for you so that means god is very thoughtful of us and it reminds me of a scripture in psalms where um king david was saying how beautiful O lord are your thoughts towards me they are like the sand of they're like the numbers he says something like they're like the sand you can number them like the sand on the beach you can't number the sand you can't number the stars that's how numerous god's thoughts towards you are so never look never feel never allow um the thoughts of feeling overlooked or feeling like you're alone to dwell in your mind whenever that thought comes that nobody loves you remember you have jehovah elroy who sees you he watches you today i had a crazy thought like so jesus is actually watching me like he's looking at me thoroughly carefully looking at me and when he sees me he's he's marveling like wow my beautiful daughter my creation i love her and that's the same for you when god is looking at you he's not saying ha oh, this one is hard headed this one has done this or that no he sees his finished work when god looks at you when god sees you the god who sees you he sees your potential he sees his beautiful plans that he has so um we spoke briefly about hagar and 
I haven't really heard a sermon on Hega. Um, this is actually the first time um, I'm actually studying about her. I hadn't heard her being preached. Many times she is villainized. I feel she her image has been tainted. But there's more to Hega than you know than we we have been told. So I really want us to study as we are led by the Holy Spirit. And you know, the Bible says that where two or more are gathered in my name, there am I in their midst. So the Holy Spirit is in this podcast, he's in this conversation as we discuss. And I pray, O oh Lord, that you convict this one who is connected to this podcast to draw from you, make open their spirits to receive revelation and to receive the anointing and to receive this bread that you are sharing through me your servant dear lord amen so you can go ahead and open your bibles or i can read it to you um it's a long text y'all so grab your coffee if you're walking if you're at the gym or you're doing the dishes or whatever you're doing just it's not going to be a quick one so <laughs> don't just rush through it i'm going to read genesis 16 verse 1 to 16 for you and i'm going to do this really slowly because we're talking about a sensitive subject so i just don't want to run through it i want to take you through every section of this topic so that by the end of this podcast you are healed and your hope is restored amen so let's go ahead and read genesis 16 verse 1 to 16 now sarai abraham's wife had borne him no children but she had an egyptian slave named hagar so she said to abraham the lord has kept me from having children go sleep with my slave Perhaps I can build a family through her. Abraham agreed to what Sarai said. So after Abraham had been living in Canaan 10 years, Sarai, his wife, took her Egyptian slave Hagar and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar and she conceived. When she knew she was pregnant, she began to despise her mistress, Sarai. Then Sarai said to Abraham, You are responsible for the wrong I am suffering. I put my slave in your arms, and now that she knows she is pregnant, she despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Then Abraham says, Your slave is in your hands do with her whatever you think best then sarai mistreated hagar another translation says then sarai abused hagar so hagar fled from her the angel of the lord found hagar near a spring in the desert it was the spring that is beside the road to shur he said hagar slave of Sarai where have you come from and where are you going I'm running away from my mistress Sarai she answered then the angel of the Lord told her go back to your mistress and submit to her 
another translation says go and endure her abuse verse 10 the angel added i will increase your descendants so much that there will not there will be too numerous to count the angel of the lord also said to her you are now pregnant and you will give birth to a son you shall name him ishmael for the lord has heard your misery he will be a wild donkey of a man his hand will be against everyone and everyone's hand against him and he will live in hostility toward all his brothers she gave him this name to the lord who spoke to her you are the god who sees me for she said i have now seen the one who sees me this is why the well was called Belahai Roy it is still there between Kadesh and Bered verse 15 so Hagar bore Abram a son and Abram gave the name Ishmael to the son that she had born so we see that um in the beginning of this story it is well articulated that Hagar was a servant and have you ever thought that she didn't really have a choice she didn't say yes she didn't she could not even say yes or no she did not have a choice to sleep with Abram Sarah is the one who gave Abram to her so i am thinking how that might have been very uncomfortable for her you know and after that okay after that after um she gets pregnant she makes a mistake she now despises her mistress so what does this tell us this tells us that hagar made a mistake and she got punished for it and maybe you're in a situation where apparently you were on the wrong side of the situation you were the one to blame maybe you said things you should not have said maybe you did something you should have not done maybe you even made a mistake intentionally overlooking the consequences and now you're facing the consequences of your mistakes i want you to know that god is still the god who sees you just as he saw hagar even though she despised her mistress god will see you and he will overlook you he will not even notice your mistake he forgives your mistake he overlooks all of that so let go of that guilt let go of that condemnation you did make a mistake you made a mistake that means it's in the past today's a new day stop um pondering on that mistake stop meditating on it because god has forgiven you so you need to forgive yourself so let's move further so We also see that Hagar ran away because she was abused by Sarah. Maybe you've been abused 
and let's get deep here maybe it was sexual abuse maybe emotional verbal and physical and if you have i want i sympathize with you and i am so sorry you had to go through that maybe it was by a parent a guardian a nanny a boyfriend a girlfriend um a husband a friend or even a stranger that took advantage of you i want you to know that god is still the god who sees you because after hagar was abused she ran away and still the angel of the lord ran after her and found her in the desert so you might be in the desert now still experiencing the pain of abuse i want you to know that god sees you because we read later that god the angel of the lord went to hagar and he prophesied on her life that he will increase her descendants and that they will be so numerous i want you to know that god still has a plan for you regardless of the abuse regardless of the rejection regardless of the mistakes that you might have made maybe you even brought yourself in a compromising situation and maybe you're blaming yourself i want you to know that god still has a plan for you because we see here that god still had a plan for hagar so i want us to continue this story because it's so interesting it's so interesting um i hope you you noted where the the verse verse um verse 13 where it says you are the god who sees me i have now seen you it's one thing for god to see you to see you but it's another thing for you to see him and it's an even greater thing for you to see each other and i hope through this episode i hope through this time that you're receiving this word you are able to recognize that one god sees you and number 2 that you will be able to open your eyes and see him hallelujah and um i want us to see i think this is actually the last time hagar is mentioned ishmael is mentioned a few times later in the bible but i want us to read the story where hagar because this wasn't the end this wasn't the end this wasn't this is not the end of hagar's story she went back to sarai she gave birth after the abuse and something else happened so let's find out what happened Let's read Genesis 21 verse 8 to 21. Okay. We may read. So the child being mentioned here is um Isaac. Yeah, in verse 8. So let's go ahead. The child grew and was weaned, and on the day Isaac was weaned, Abraham held a great fist but Sarah saw that the son whom Hagar the Egyptian had born which was which was Ishmael to Abraham was mocking 
and she said to abraham okay let's just pause there so um ishmael was mocking isaac that's what happened yeah verse 10 and she said to him to abraham get rid of that slave woman and her son for that woman's son will never share in the inheritance with my son isaac the matter distressed abraham greatly because it concerned his son ishmael but god said to abraham do not be distressed about the boy and your slave woman listen to whatever sarah tells you because it is through isaac that your offspring will be reckoned i will make the son of the slave into a nation also because he is your offspring early the next morning abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to hagar to set them on her shoulders and then sent her off with the boy she went on her way and wandered in the desert of beersheba when the water in the skin was gone she put the boy under one of the bushes then she went off and sat down about a bow shot away for she thought i cannot watch the boy die and as she sat there she began to sob god heard the boy crying and the angel of god called to hagar from heaven and said to her what is the matter hagar do not be afraid god has heard the boy crying as he lies there lift the boy up and take him up by the hand for i will make him a great nation then god opened her eyes and she saw a well of water so she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy to drink god was with the boy ishmael as he grew up he lived in the desert and became an erker while he was living in the desert of paran his mother got a wife for him from egypt there's a lot to unpack here y'all <laughs> there's a lot to unpack but i want us to talk about something first i am sure that at this time hagar felt rejected again she felt used she felt disposable she felt worthless because now sarah had a son so she didn't matter her son didn't matter and did you realize that they were given a bottle of water and just bread and it's not like abraham was cruel to them god had told abraham that he would take care of them but i i i i'm trying to put just try to put yourself in hagar's shoes just being disposed of like that just being rejected like that i'm sure at this time she felt not again lord you promised me that you'll make me a great nation you promised me that my descendants will be numerous so you might be in a situation like hagar's situation where God has given you prophecies you have dreamt dreams like Joseph you have dreams that you wrote visions that you wrote plans that you wrote businesses that you started um 
and you feel that everything is just dying nothing is fruitful you feel like god has not been faithful you feel like god's word is falling to the ground i want to assure you sister that it is not falling to the ground god is still faithful we see that here hagar was preparing for death she was ready for her son to die and she was ready to die to die but in that moment that is when the angel of the lord showed up and the bible says that she opened god opened her eyes and she saw a well of water meaning that well of water was already there she was in a desert thirsty but there was a well of water she could not see it so god opened her eyes so you might be in a desert of life right now maybe you're in a desert season in your life and you feel like there's nothing that you can do may god open your eyes so that you can see the opportunities around you may god open your eyes so that you can see that you were loved may god open your eyes so that you can see that you have genuine people around you may god open your eyes to business opportunities may god open your eyes to job opportunities may god open your eyes to evangelism opportunities may god open your eyes to the talents that you have the hidden talents that you have may god open your eyes to see the well of water in that desert situation and after that i like i like that the bible said that ishmael grew up in the desert they didn't have to leave the desert they grew they they flourished in the desert sometimes you don't need to change your job sometimes you don't need to leave that marriage sometimes you don't need to leave that city this word is not for everyone but if it's for you you know the spirit will confirm it with you but i feel some of some of you maybe you the one who's listening to me right now you wanted to give up because you feel like your 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 business hasn't been producing enough profit you feel like your job hasn't been paying you enough you feel like um this marriage is no longer doing you good and you want to give up but i want you to know that even in that desert god can raise you up it doesn't mean you have to leave it doesn't mean you have to move it doesn't mean you have to go um to a different country in that country in that desert situation like i said this word is not for everyone it's for some one you know exactly maybe this is confirmation that you needed that you just needed god to tell you to stay here i am to te- to tell you that just stay where you are just stay in that desert god will open your eyes to see the well in that desert and he will make you flourish in that desert <laughs> and what i like about this is when the angel of the lord came back he reaffirmed his plan because now Hagar thought her son was dying excuse me <coughs> Hagar thought her son was dying she, and she most probably thought well the god who sees no longer sees me she thought well god's plan is no longer fulfilled i want you to know today 
that regardless of any situation you might be in God's plan still stands God's promises in your life still stand they still stand because he is the God who sees you he shows up in hopeless times he shows up in difficult times he still shows up and he will continue to show up as many times as he need to and he's the one who sent me today to tell you to confirm with you that you might see a hopeless situation but he sees an opportunity to let his glory be known in your life so just to recap of this episode maybe you feel rejected because you have been abused you feel overlooked you feel worthless you feel lonely you feel no one sees you you feel unheard you feel bitter you feel angry you feel pain maybe you lost your job maybe you lost a loved one you lost your baby you had a miscarriage maybe your husband left you maybe you're just from a breakup I'm going to pray for you but I want you to know sister that God is the God who sees you what does he see he sees your heart he knows the pain that you have been and that pain pierces him more than it pierces you that heartbreak hurts him more than it hurts you that divorce that death it hurts him more and it hurts you he sees you and the bible says that jesus jesus promises that he will leave us a comforter of the same kind and i pray today that that comforter of the same kind who is the holy spirit may comfort your heart and i want you to know that you are not hopeless because you have jesus even if he's the only one that you have you have all hope that you need the bible says christ in me the hope of all glory he is hope so when you have him you have hope hebrews 6 verse 12 to 13 says do not be do not be covetous because the lord has said that i will be with you that you may boldly say that the lord is my helper what can man do to me he is your helper so you're not helpless you're not hopeless you might feel he's silent but today tonight may he open your ears to hear what he's teaching you in this desert season so sister get up get up get up you have the hope the hope that you have been looking for is right inside you his name is jesus the help that you have been looking for is right inside you he is the holy ghost let us pray father in the name of jesus christ i pray for this one i declare restoration of hope restoration of ideas restoration of marriages restoration of relationships restoration of everything lost father give her 
beauty for ashes. Give her a million fold of what she lost. Restore her finances. Restore her health. Restore her mind. Restore her soul. Fill her head with your oil of joy. Make her cup run over. Prepare a table before her in the presence of her enemies. And Father, right now, Holy Spirit, I ask that you breathe through her. Right now, to this one who's listening, touch her heart, comfort her, heal her from this heartbreak, heal her from this pain, heal her from this abuse, heal her from this rejection, God. Embrace her right now, Holy Spirit, as I speak. Embrace her, Lord. Let her feel your touch, God. I feel your presence now. Let her feel your presence too. Let her feel your breeze. Bring her your peace because you are the Prince of Peace. And I pray for this one, for every area of her life. May you prove that you are the God who sees her. Jehovah Elvoy, the God who sees her. May you see her through that desert. And may you reaffirm her as you did for Hagar and even much more. May every promise that you said upon her life start happening now I speak life to the prophecies that you see it upon her life and I speak over her week I declare blessings I declare joy I declare love testimonies healings and supernatural favor and right now father I pray for this one who's believing for healing emotional healing physical healing mental healing spiritual healing heal them now my healer my father my god heal her now that she may know that only you are god we worship you father we love you we adore you you are our god in jesus name amen this was so beautiful I hope you had a great time. I'll see you on my next episode. Expect it soon. Love you.